Um, I'm at the uh, ArgFest in Portland, Oregon, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Brooke Thompson of GiantMice.com, and I create alternate reality games and other sorts of things. What types of games or what types of ARGs have you worked on? I work mostly in um, independent games on my own, but then I contract out. So I've done a lot of um, promotional games for video game companies and for General Motors and the like. And then I've done extended realities for television shows like Xenophiles, um, Regenesis. And can you talk about some of the design challenges that our designers have to face? Um... It depends a lot on the game that you're creating, but a lot of it is about creating community and how do you encourage community play and collaborative play, which is what I think differentiates alternate reality games from pretty much every other genre of gaming. Yeah, can you talk about collaborative play? I mean, are you talking about collaborative puzzle solving or is it something else where people are building stuff? Um, Partially collaborative puzzle solving, but I think a lot of it is just getting people to come together and create an experience on their own. So whether that's doing it on an internet forum or or whether it's doing it like going to a park as a flash mob, you know that takes collaboration. You all, ha- you know, it doesn't. It might just be collaborating to all show up at 5 p.m. Sure. But once you're there, you need to recognize everyone and get together and do whatever it is you're doing. And you know, then how is an art different than an MMO where people have to just go online and you know cooperate or meet people? <laughs> um, it's different from like an MMO where like. Um, World of Warcraft is, you know, that has the fighting element or, you know, it has the video element and alternate reality games can do games like that, but they can also then fall out of that platform. ARGs are platformless, whereas most MMOs are either online or they're, well, they're pretty much all online, so. (laughs) And, um, you know, as you've developed ARGs, have you come to any realizations or design, I guess, changes or design understandings that you feel make you a better ARG designer? Um, I mean, like, what are the surprises that you face? Um, I I don't think that I've really come to anything. Like, the one thing, I guess, is that everything is constantly changing. And so it's, you know, you have to, um, when I started out, I really wanted everything to be online and I really had sort of idealistic goals for everything and it had to fit, you know, and it had to, um, support a certain ideal and all of these different things and I've come to realize now that I really like playing in the streets more than I like playing online. So it's all changed. Yeah, can you talk about then street gaming and ARGs and, you know, how is, is street gaming like a subgenre? of ARGs or is it is it where ARGs are going? Um, I think that because ARGs are platformless, you can play them anywhere. So street gaming is actually more something that supports an alternate reality game. I don't think that there could be an alternate reality game that is solely played on the streets, but with mobile technologies, iPhones and um, Android, there are so many options to get people outside, you know, because you can take your computer anywhere. So you can find that secret clue and you can let everyone know. So it's just really nice to be able to explore Explore how you can do that and what sorts of things you can do on the street. Of course, that's not really what my street games are, but that's the ideal of it. <laughs> yeah, can you talk about the street games that you're working on or the types of street games you like to make? I My big thing right now is taking board games and translating them into a way that you can play them like, without the board. So I... Um, like I did Clue, where you have to figure out who killed who with what and where. So I assigned stores 
and weapons with people that were playing the game. So you had to hunt, hunt out and figure out, and then you would make your guesses through text messages to each other. And finally, somebody would have it right. Um, or I did Hungry Hungry Hippos, where I had people all dressed in white running around acting like the balls, while others had to circle them with ropes like the hippos eat. So it's just sort of ways to translate. It's a way to explore what makes a game tick and what makes a board game work, only seeing if you can do it on the street. And how long do these arcs take then to play completely, or are they just single, kind of like single few-hour sessions? Or um, Most alternate reality games take about three months. I think that's about the ideal length much longer than that. It's such a long, a hard commitment for players that are really into it to make that you don't want to run it too long, but you need to be able to develop the story and, you know, when you're taking people out, like if you have geocaching or anything like that, you need to give them time to discover that information, to plan to go get that information, and then to report back that information. So it takes about three months to play everything out. And do you feel that um, ARGs are going to go mainstream anytime soon, or do you think it's going to be a niche thing, or where do you, where do you see it going? I don't think that alternate reality games are going to ever go mainstream, which makes me the devil of the designer world, because everyone wants to make money, and in order to make money, they think that you need to go mainstream. And I think that we need to instead recognize that we are a niche, and support that, and niches can be quite profitable. So it's, it's a matter of not necessarily finding a million people to play, it's a matter of finding the passionate people to play. So. Um, and any last words then for anyone who wants to get into ARG design? <laughs> if you want to get into ARG design, I think the biggest thing to do is to... Wow. <laughs> That's a really hard question. I mean, I would start off by playing a game. Because that gives you an idea of what sorts of things can be done and how you can improve on it. Great. Thank you very much.